And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black Hipster, where we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other shit. Hello, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm extremely still groggy from um, this, um, my second COVID shot that I got. Uh, Okay, dear. What what was the experience like? I have not been vaxxed yet. You have not been vaxxed yet. No. So I got it on, gosh, I got it on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah, I got it on Thursday and I felt fine Thursday, just a little bit off. And then yesterday, it was like slowly throughout the day, I was just getting like, like more like tired and I had the aches and um, all it was just, I just felt drained. It wasn't horrible. It was just like, I knew I was feeling like sick. I had to take a nap. And um, I was just so achy. And then yesterday, um, last night, that was all yesterday. And it got. I feel better today, but now I just feel like I woke up and I don't know. I've been drinking for like two a week or something. Like it's just like I'm just tired. But it's weird. You sound really tired, actually. (laughs) Yes, I and and it's so weird. I'm just like I feel like drained. But I was glad that the sun's shining. But so that makes me feel a little bit better. But oh, when I got the shot, the guy said, the first shot was fine. As soon as he put it in my arm, I made a noise. Like I yelled. And the guy was like, are you okay? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And, he, and um, it, it burned so badly. It burned so badly. Yeah, I've never had a shot. Like I've had the flu shot, my tetanus. And it was just insane. It was, it was really insane. Have you had it before? I mean, not, not, have you, not that. Have you had a bad reaction to a shot like that in your arm before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got really sick when I got the yellow fever shot. Oh, that's right. And you were yeah. you were vomiting, right? I don't think I vomited, but like, yeah, I was really tired. Um, yeah, I was in pain. Like, yeah, I had to basically take the day off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that was it. And then it went away. I was fine. Oh, but my. yeah, that yellow fever shot did me. <laughs> like that, like yellow beans. Oh, yeah. I mean, most people haven't gotten, <clears throat> most people, like I know, have been fine. Like my mom, she had COVID, so she got her second shot. She felt really bad. I have another friend who felt bad for 36 hours. I mean, she did not have COVID, but most of the people I know have been fine after they get their second shot or, or either shot. Oh, goodness. But, I just know I'll be the one to be really sick. <laughs> I'll also be the one to get a blood clot. So no, you are not. You are <laughs> not definitely excited about any of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm also not excited about possibly getting COVID. So exactly, and it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was was it you that I was? Exp- no, actually, this was yesterday. I was explaining to Joy that I mm-hmm. had not. I'd never gotten um, any kind of vaccinations until I was in graduate school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, my, my family, the community I grew up in did not do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. Mm-mm. I'm like, but I was fine. Yeah. Although I did get the mumps as a child, which everyone laughs when they hear that. They're like, who the hell gets the mumps? <laughs> day? Like, I'm like, I got the mumps. I think most of my siblings did too. Like, oh. we got the mumps. <laughs> that is the, what is the mumps is what is the mumps exactly is that your glands get really big right yeah like your glands are swollen like you look like you just got your wisdom teeth pulled on both sides oh, um, <laughs> like God. you look crazy um <laughs> hey that's what happens when you don't yes, but you, 
the, 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 the interesting thing, what about, about a friend who works in the medical field? She was telling me, I mean, this is not so, so great, but I'm trying to, I know some people <clears throat> who are like in their 20s, you know, 21, early 20s who aren't getting the vaccine because they're just like, eh. And she was telling me that in her hospital, she's seen a lot more patients who are <clears throat> younger and who are around like 21 or whatever, 22, who are re having really serious symptoms because of COVID. And she's like, with all the variances, and she's like, she would recommend that if you, you know, you know people who are that age to tell them, listen, it's important that you get it because your numbers are rising as far as for infections, as far as for serious issues as a result of getting COVID. So yeah. I'm gonna, and of course it's hard to like convince people what they want to, you know, what they should do, especially with, you know, putting something in their bodies. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. I mean, we, I've said that enough over the past like <laughs> years that I think I ever have in my whole life. Listen, it's, I'm like, my heart is breaking for India. I feel oh like God. every day I see a new story about something tragic happening and then there was recently like um, a hospital fire. And mind you, India is a big country. So it was like the headline was like hospital fire in India. And I'm like, you mm -hmm. need to be a little more specific. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. One hospital in India. Come on, y'all. Um, yeah. And, you know, like 18 people died and they were like, it was just bad because they're already the hospitals are just at capacity. They don't have oxygen. And I think now their COVID cases are up to like 402,000 or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like, a day. Crazy. Yeah, it's it it is. I, I think we can't. And you know, we have a friend. We have a friend there who lives in Delhi, and and you know, he's just been telling me, like, updating me. I'll text him today, actually, saying, you know, just updating me. Like, he's just like, can I call you? He's like, I just need to vent for like thirty minutes. And um, ooh, that's you know, a lot. Yeah, he talked. Well, I actually, the funny thing is that I know that was charged to my car because I forgot to. He was like FaceTime. You know, you either you call on FaceTime, you either that those texts are free, or you can call someone video FaceTime or whatever it's called. I didn't mm -hmm. video FaceTime or call, so I was calling him on my regular phone. So I'm like, that was a hundred dollar call that I just uh, I, I called India too, but it oh, was fine. He he definitely needed it because he was talking about how bad it's getting, and he just texted me again. And was just like, he's like, you don't understand. It is horrible here. It's like all the things when he's had family, what if it's another family member passed away of it recently? And then his, you know, someone else's family member, like his wife and all, they, they're just dealing with a lot of different um, shit there. It's, it, it's scary and it's only getting worse. I can't imagine. But, yeah, so we, we get to bring bringing it bringing it down, but no, no, no. We're gonna talk about one good thing is that it's it's someone's born day soon. What's what's going on? What's what's happening? Oh Lord! Yes, <laughs> in in a couple of hours, I will be oh joining the all of the folks who have finally made it over the twenty five hump. <laughs> I will do that for the twelfth time. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, um, yeah, it's my birthday, and this is like one of the first years that I can honestly say I'm like I really don't want anything. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I I couldn't make a list for you. Like, mm. okay, great, I do want a puppy, but I've been wanting a puppy for like the past twenty years, so that is, <laughs> that is like. <laughs> well, I always it's, it's more become a little bit of a like abstract theory at this point. 
<laughs> that I just I say it every year with the expectation that no one's gonna get my puppy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So other than that, I'm just like, yeah, I don't want anything. <laughs> with with your um with your list that you've done in previous years, are there is there anything that has rolled over? Like the puppy was on on a, a few lists over the years. Is there anything else besides the puppy that has been on the list that you go? I wish I had that. I wish I would have gotten that. No, because no? and why wouldn't I still want it and just get it now? Because I'm That's an adult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they don't make it anymore. A little bit more money. <laughs> you, uh, I remember in college. I think when you made a list, I think it was in college, maybe it was when we were living together in another apartment, you made a list and then you put it on the fridge and it, maybe it was like, and it was all these funny things, like little things, you know, cute things that you could, you can maybe buy 10 things on the list at once. But then you had something, she's like, I'm just going to put like three or four expensive things. And you put like- Like Louis Vuitton bag. Yes, yes. It was so and I funny. Think I just, was <laughs> on the list one year too. Yes. Just tank. I thought um, that was really funny. I've always thought that was really funny. It's just like, listen, I'm not going to get it. But I'm gonna put it out there in the universe. You never know. Like, <laughs> look, you got, you gotta make a list, write it down, yes, put it uh-huh. into the ether, yeah, and just see what happens. I mean, did I not meet Tank? Did I not? You know, it happened eventually. Yeah, me and Tank, we chopped it up. We had a whole conversation. Me and your boy. Was that your and and last question about your birthday? Was that well? We can still talk about it. I know you're like I don't want to talk about. My, I'm not sure if you. No, know. we are not going to talk about my birthday for what? Not even five more minutes of this podcast. Oh no no. What? <laughs> uh, just just seven more. What are? Uh, what do you have a favorite birthday gift or moment that happened? Share with us. Mm, I do not. I'm just like, what do you want me to say? It's been like almost 38 years. Well, what is, like, if someone said, what was like, what are your best birthdays? Do you remember off the top of your head? I mean, we had a great time. We went to Miami, I think, when I turned like 22. Uh um, Senior year in college. And it was funny because we had no money. We were so poor. Um, we were super broke. We had enough money to get them plane tickets, but that was about it. Uh, probably um, your JetBlue, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with JetBlue used to be cheaper. Yeah. Um, and we stayed with your cousin, who was so sweet, so accommodating. But I do remember it being my actual birthday, and my brother and I share our birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And my cousin also did as well. May she rest in peace. Um, and my brother. Was often in prison, so we didn't get to see each other or celebrate together um, mm-hmm. for most of our adult life because he was always locked up. And that year, he was not locked up, but oh. I was in Miami. But I remember I called him, I think on your phone, because I didn't have a cell phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was so poor. <laughs> My parents wouldn't even get me a cell phone. Um, and I He's like, where are you? I'm like, and then I just, and, and it hit me like, yo, I'm on the beach in Miami. Like, this oh, is I remember. Right it was just like, this is lovely. Yes, I remember he called you while you were on the beach. I do yeah. remember this. Oh, my so, God. It was cool. It was, that was, that was a nice, like, okay, I don't have no money, but I'm going to make this these little few coins stretch. <laughs> And we had a great time. Like, we did have a great we time. Played, we had a good time. Because then also we had, there were friends that were out there 
mm-hmm. at like random points in the trip. Because when we first got there, there was like a big group of friends over there. Because it was like spring break or whatever. We were coming mm-hmm. off spring break. So they were there. So I think we had stayed the first night with them or something. And then um, towards the end of the trip, then we had another friend who had already graduated. So he was out of school who was there. Oh, that's and, right. Like came all the way out the closet that mm-hmm. week because he was there with his boo and we were like, oh, who this dude? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had a good time. So yeah, it was like just thinking about how like broke I was back then and just being able to make a few coins stretch and have a bomb ass birthday. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's a good birthday. That's a good birthday. And- was a good birthday. You know, when yeah. you're just like, damn, this is my birthday, and you're just on a freaking beach in Miami, and the weather is just gorgeous, and you're just yeah. having a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Oh, I'm glad I got to be a part of that good one, darling. Oh, oh, oh. You were there, weren't you? Yes, yes, yes. Jeez, we, that we means we've friends for like 20 fucking years. Yeah, it's, tw- it's going to be it's 20 years this year. Yeah, because this is uh, we've been in 2001. So it's yeah. 20 years this year. Yeah, girl. That's I remember crazy. you when my bones didn't creak. I remember you with <laughs> If your bones are creaking right now, honey, there's something terrible. Yeah, they be creaking. Oh. I be get up, be like, pop, pop, creaking. I was like, geez. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew you when I could, used to be able to drop it like it was hot <laughs> and get it back up like she was cold. Um, yeah. These days, you good. can't drop it hot, cold, lukewarm, nothing in between. Bitch, drop it. It's staying down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it I know. You're like, girl, take, take your time. Go get up. Take your time. Don't try to, don't try to hop back up too quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what gets you, baby. <laughs> Remember being broke and going and on trips, like going to Miami or going to Mexico with like yes. friends. And it was like, y'all got one hotel room with double beds for the, for the freaking six of y'all. I know. And like, you were just like, as long as it's beach, we can have a good time because you didn't have money to do anything else. I, that is very <laughs> true. Yeah, you didn't care. You just wanted to go out. You wanted to eat and you wanted to drink and you wanted to party a little bit. That's all. My, my favorite part. <laughs> What? I think about this thing used to have me so mad. My favorite part was when you went to the beach and there was like, you know, an adjacent like hotel or something like a fancy hotel, like Lowe's or something uh-huh. like And they had like the whole accommodations for their guests, but they had the chairs and the oh, stuff. Yeah. And you tried to get one and they came, they came and either told you you couldn't or they were like, that'll be $20 per chair. Please, even $8 for chair. And you were like, we'll lay on these towels. I know. <laughs> like, you know. He was like, mm, we brought a blanket for you. Exactly. We got it. <laughs> like, oh, like $8 for the beach chair. You were like, <laughs> not paying for it. But they had like, you know, service. But yes. then they, you were like, damn, why, why we can't stay in the hotel like that? <laughs> it was like, because we have no money. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same beach. You're it on is. the same It's like, beach. it's the same thing. Yours don't look any different. They did like, you know, landscape anything. Yeah, Same view. It just seemed so much fancier on their side because they had chairs and mimosas and stuff. And you were drinking your mimosas out of a Poland spring bottle. Uh-huh. Um, but yours is deeper and stronger. And you know same what? beach. We had fun, but it, it, I, I wonder, we still would have had just as much fun, or possibly a little bit more. We were saying it's a fancy accommodation. We still had a fun. I definitely, what are my options? That's the thing. It's like, what are my right. options? Either don't go or just like, yeah, it's like, listen. 
But yeah, imagine if we had it like that. We could just be sitting champagne every night or Prosecco in my case. And just sitting at like the best five-star hotels, getting massages. That would we just would have felt fancy. I don't think we would have had more fun. You know, yeah. like we said, same view. They're drinking mimosas. We're drinking mimosas. We just brought ours. Like <laughs> we would just be wild, be mimosas, and they're paying eighteen bucks a pop plus service and tip and all that other business. But no, I don't think we'd have had more fun. I think we would just felt fancier. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think we would have had more fun just because we would have both liked a good massage. It would have added to the fun. Certain things would have added to the fun. Because you but. like to feel fancy. You like to feel fancy too. Listen, you like Absolutely a nice. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> you more, I think you more so than me. You know, mm, I Hold don't up. know Did about that. Okay. I'm constantly telling people I'm not fancy because, <laughs> like, right, well, you know, it's like we go up. somewhere and they apologize for something not being, you know, whatever. Or they ask, for example, like if I get a beer or something, and like, would you like a glass? And sometimes uh-huh. I'm just being silly, but I'm like, no, just bring the bottle. I'm not fancy. I say that all the time. I feel like I say it at least twice a week. I, the way you said it, I'm constantly telling people I'm not fancy means are they thinking that you're fancy so that then you constantly walking around have to just tell people I'm not fancy or people just assume, girl, you fancy. You have to constantly tell them. So I'm like, no one ever calls me fancy. So no. I don't have that problem. It's me just saying it because I know. we also live in New York. So I think that... Um, you know, when we, we go out um, and you have any kind of service experience, people in New York, especially, they, you know, there needs to be, people feel like there needs to be some sort of level of service or it needs to feel a certain way or appear a certain way. And mm-hmm. it's it, the servers feel the need to apologize whenever they feel like they're not bringing that experience. Yeah. And that's where it comes from. Is I'm just constantly like, yeah, there's no need to apologize. I'm not fancy. Like, I, I know other people have certain expectations, but I don't. It's really not that serious. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Just get me, get me my food. It's co- the order is correct. The meal is untouched, and um, it is hot. Well, if it needs to be hot, right? Yeah. And it's nice and hot. But to be honest with you, depending on how hot it is, eh, like I had a <laughs> the other day, and I ordered a quiche, and the top layer was piping hot. Um, I was also thinking like sometimes when you go out and they get your order wrong, which is rarely, it was rare that it happens that they get your order wrong and you'd be like, I actually wanted this. Uh, this is okay. I'll stay. I'll keep this. Unless they, like I've definitely been somewhere where I've wanted a side salad and they come and then they, they give me the fries. And I'll think for a second, I'm like, I'm going to just shut up because these fries are going to be delicious. And message from the universe. No, good and well, yo. <laughs> Crickety bones. You need that dick of I know. I'm like, I, I'll take it. it was, the, the Lord is sending me a message. You know, won't he do it? Yeah, that's your life. <laughs> <laughs> I won't he do it. I cannot with you. Uh, there went your siren, by the way. We almost talked over it. Your weekly siren. I heard uh, it was a little more faint. Perhaps they're on Atlantic, not flat. Yeah, but, they're on Atlantic, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a little faint. Um, but speaking of New York and level of service, Mm-hmm. So one of the things I wanted to get into today is this whole New York reopening by July, yeah, or yeah. even sooner, which seems nuts to me. I don't know if you looked at the news at all today, but um, you know, I watch News One every morning, uh-huh. and you know, on the ticker they had 
a whole lot of stuff about Cuomo wanting to open, just all these things that are reopening, the capacities opening back up. And this is literally like in days. It's all mm-hmm. happening. It was like by Monday, gyms will be at 50% capacity. By May 7th, they're going to open up this, they're opening up that. By the 12th, restaurants will be at 75%. And I'm like, okay, what the yeah. hell? Like, I get that, like, the numbers are low, but we also want to keep the numbers low. Like, yeah. it's so ridiculous to me that it's like, oh, the numbers will be low for, like, a month or two, and now they just feel like everything's back. And I'm like, a month or two? Really? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that is not a decent measure. I agree. Um, now we're out of the woods of this thing. And are you also looking at not just the infection rate and the hospitalization rates, but also the vaccination rates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's still a lot of people that are not getting vaccinated. Yeah, and so they... to open up, yeah, no, to I, yeah, to open up all this stuff with so many people still not vaccinated just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm t- I totally agree with you. Just when you said, I'm sorry, I um, interrupted. When you said something about they're still not, most of the people have not been vaccinated. It's less than 50% that they're counting has been vaccinated. And I'm thinking, shouldn't you at least wait till it gets up to 80 to make plans or 90 to make plans to open up stuff? That is really um, crazy to me. And of course, this, and then like you said, they aren't keeping track of people. So how are you going to know like who's safe to be around? Mm. And they have mandated that, that still, if you have, what is it, your vaccination, um, once you're in a crowded place, you have both your fully vaccinated. Once you're in a crowded place, everyone should still should still be wearing their mask, mm-hmm. and they think, and then that will lower the chances of doing that. But again, how you said, everyone's people are not walking around showing that um, that though, that vaccinated card. That's the only way that you're going to ensure that everyone who's in an area, even if they're wearing their mask, they are um, vaccinated. But I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad idea, I think. I think they should at least wait until January 2022. Mm-hmm. I think that should be the, the date. That should be the deadline. Because then it gives, it just, it, it lends so much more time to people getting vaccinated. You can set smart deadlines for those vaccination vaccination numbers. You know, you can mm-hmm. say, okay, by September, we need to have 50%. Then by December, we want to get to 80%. And then if we're at 80% by December, then in January, we can open these things up more broadly. I wonder I if... Don't get it. <laughs> I wonder if... Because it does put a lot of responsibility on the, the citizens, us. And maybe I wonder if they're thinking, besides money, which I'm pretty sure is the number one thing. Mm. But, you know, do you need that sort of, you know, currency to, to help, you know, communities and stuff? So I'm wondering if they're saying, okay, well, it's the people, most of the, it's like 40, 50% of the population in New York, they're going to be vaccinated. So the odds are likely that those people who are out, they're going to be much more, I think they're much more responsible and going to be much more mindful of of where they are. So that lowers the chances that those 50% will get reinfected again. Then it's just like a waiting as, you know what I'm saying? If, if, because the people who got fully vaccinated, we're still going to be safe, I suppose. So we're not going to get reinfected. The infection rate is going to continue to lower as more people get vaccinated on the other side. Does that make sense? It does. Here's the thing, though. (laughs) You know that they're also trying to push tourism in New York is New York City. um, Yeah. You know, tourism rates are 
probably the highest in the entire country, um, typically, like outside of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So you're also going to have a lot of people coming into the city from various places who will not be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be an issue in itself. Um, So I think that also needs to be considered. I, I mean, yeah, I think what you're saying makes sense. I understand that. But I still think that they're pushing this way too quickly. And it's all about money. Oh, yeah. And I get it. You know, we need money. and We need to make money. We need to keep the economy going. But we just, you know, I, people would call me a socialist, I'm sure, because I'm constantly complaining and saying that we put money before we put people and the health of people um, which is why we have the sort of work culture that we do because mm-hmm. we don't give a shit about people um, as uh, like as long as they can churn out stuff for us to make money that we give a shit. But the second they're sick or anything happens, we don't care about them. Yeah. Um, and that's part of, I think, what this feels like, at least for me. It's just like, yeah, y'all don't really care. Just want to get the money going again um, at the expense of people, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't see, yeah, why it's open so quickly, but. I, and yeah, then it feels like a fight between the mayor and the governor, mm-hmm. which is annoying. It's like if the if uh, De Blasio says July, then Cuomo's like, no, May. Yeah, I have the final say. It's <laughs> almost like he just does it to spite him, and and basically he just wants to put it out there like. You don't get to decide. I'm mm-hmm. still the governor. I get to decide. And it's just like, so you're only not going along with the dates that he made because he came up with them. Good job. Yeah. It, well, you know, that those politicians and those, like, you know, big dick contests and all those things, that's what that's about. It feels like we just have forgotten about these Cuomo sexual harassment allegations way too quickly. Like, what's going on with that? Like, I haven't heard anything about it for weeks. Yeah, I, we haven't received an update. He's out here kissing people and groping. <laughs> we have not received an update, darling. Oh, nothing. Nothing. It's huh? shameful. He probably feels like he's back in the fold. Oh, too good. No. <laughs> what? You know, part of it too is Scott Stringer got accused of sexual harassment. He is one of the mayoral candidates um, for New York, and everybody is like, "Drop out, bro! It's over for you." And he's uh-huh. like, "No, I'm not dropping out." He's like, "I did not sexually harass this woman." First of all, she said, "You know, she worked for him, and he had groped her mm-hmm. um, uh, on a few occasions, I think." And he's like, "She never worked for me. We were in a relationship." So, yeah, did I grow up? Yeah, like it was consensual. He's like, we were doing the damn thing. <laughs> oh, gee. So, didn't he just I, admit cheating to his. Years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Listen. <clears throat> well, that's what it is. Yeah, Cuomo's like, let, just let him take some of that heat and people going to forget about me because there's so much going on in the news cycle. Mm-hmm. But they're, I'm like, I, I think maybe he's just been out of the news, but they're going to pop up as as the case moves on and on. Is he even in court for it yet? No. No. Not yet. Yeah. What's, what's happening with this investigation? Nothing. I, I, I don't know, child. And I'm, I'm quite disappointed at how quickly we just kind of let this go. I, I, it's going to come back. It's definitely going to come back. I'm like, who he paid off? Who he gave this money bed to fabricate this story? He's like, listen, man, I need some of the heat off me. Can you just act like you're embroiled <laughs> also? And if anything, that would make people think of Cuomo more. 
just like, hold up, this this happened again. Okay, people in New York City just <laughs> out here growing people and kissing people without that. It would make although his was twenty years ago. Yeah, and he yeah. also he stands very firmly. He said, "You are not no not one other person is going to come forward and say that I sexually harassed them." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Because this is not what I do. We were in a relationship." And things happen. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, so far, no one else has come forward. So, we'll see how this unfolds. But everybody, you know, all the other candidates for mayor, like, just just, just leave it alone. Let it go. <laughs> I dropped this one, son. It's one of us. But it ain't going to be you. It's not. I mean, it's over for him. Like, yeah. it's just, he's, he's got a stain on his name. Like, yeah. no matter what you think or what you believe. And I've got my opinions about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a stain on his name, and so too many people won't vote for him because it just put it just shed a questionable light on him. Gosh, not, not in these times. Yeah, you got to keep that pristine. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, but there are so many other candidates too. There's so many people running for mayor, and the crazy thing is, you know, someone one of the other candidates could have come to this woman and been mm-hmm. like, "You used to date him, right?" I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of money to say that <laughs> you worked for him and he harassed you. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. just, that's the case. I do not know any of the facts of this. Nobody does. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. she said what she said and he said what he said. But um, even if they, you know, they were to find that that was the case, he didn't sexually harass her. And it wasn't this bigger issue that we think it is. He's done. He's out. Yeah. of the- it's over for him. Yeah. Um. So it it is it, tricky because we now live in a society where, yeah, even if it's not true, and even if it turns out to be not true, and they prove that, we already just know that like his 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 ratings will go down, his popularity, um, will will take a hit, and it's very unfortunate because yeah. that means that anyone can do that to anybody. Oh my, yeah, yeah. It it, it definitely puts you and paints you in a bad light. It's hard to get over that stigma. It yeah. is not impossible, but I think, and also too, I think in the world of politics, much you know, there are different realms where it's it's much more difficult. If you're like a movie star, a rock star, you know, no one's necessarily caring about your personal um, sort of politics to a certain degree, which they shouldn't. You know, it's just like you're an artist, but if you're like a politician or <clears throat> someone in sort of public arena, then yeah, people are judging you on your character. As they should. No, I think even as if like a, for celebrities too, like especially think, if you're accused of doing something that egregious. Yeah, it depends on what it is, but then also you have, <clears throat> like, you could have um, different. There are different celebrities who have been accused, and we're in a different time now of sexual harassment or or rape, or depending on what the allegations are, what came out. They some of them end up it's not as as, as crazy a blow to their reputation as others. I mean, I can only think of Woody Allen right now, but I know some of them have had allegations and, and they're coming back. Woody Allen will have his day because yeah. R. Kelly was accused for a long time and people turned a blind eye mm-hmm. um, because also, too, a lot of people were involved. Um, so I think that's the case with Woody Allen, where yeah. it was sort of it's a, it's an open secret. Um, Woody Allen will have his day. Yeah, so. I wonder. And. There's been besides the season. Sorry, who's Master of None is also coming back, but it's a different show, like a different. It's focusing on Lena Waite's character. I don't know. I saw. Him, I was like, "What is this?" Of course, it is. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I think he still has a hand in writing it, but he is. I don't think he appears on camera. It was such and, a wonderful show. Oh, such a it's great shame. show. It's yeah, 
And, um, you know, that fell apart partly because of these allegations against him. And there also been, and I don't know what happened to it, to the rest of the case, but there have been allegations against some other guys that he works with. Um, these guys from like one guy from like Silicon Valley, another guy from another show. And these are people who it's, it came out like months ago, but we haven't heard anything about it since. And um, but wasn't the whole Aziz Ansari issue was that it wasn't that he had done anything wrong. The girl just didn't like the sex. And so, she no, I think she said that he was very, he was very pushy. He was very, he was a little aggressive and wasn't taking like her, no, I don't know if she said no exactly, but I think her sort of make rules. I'll just say no. She wasn't getting the hint that he was very. She wasn't into it. I don't know if they completely if they went all the way if they had sex or something, but it was something along those lines. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, he he wasn't getting that no was no along those lines. Mm, okay, and um, so I, and I, but I know he. It seemed like he came out and tried tried to explain the situation. What he believed to have happened. And um, yeah. It's, yeah, that one's more difficult because it's just like people are can be very different depending, you know, we can see someone who's soft and meek and who seems nice. And it's like, well, that doesn't mean that what they, everyone has different parts to them. He, what he showed you was definitely different from what he showed that other person. That's still in him. You just didn't see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's when people say stuff like that, that's just infuriating. Yeah, um, isn't it? Yeah. When they're like, oh, I don't know this person to be that way. That's your business. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what you said a few weeks. It's just like, yeah, there's like, it's stupid to think, uh, what did you say? There's like a disaster or the other part of the world, something happens on the other part of the world just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Like, are you omniscient or something that you were talking about? <laughs> people are so absurd and ridiculous. Oh, and by the way, I have to say this before we move on to the next topic because I don't want to forget, Sharon Osbourne is absolutely a racist. Just want to make sure. I put what happened? What Did something else happen? After that whole thing with the talk, so I guess she's finally officially off the show. Mm -hmm. um, I think her first interview that she gave was with Bill Maher. Uh -huh. And man... <laughs> And this was like weeks ago. I just forgot to mention it. Um, it was literally just like two white people reminiscing on the old times when white people oh. got to do and say whatever they wanted. Oh. <laughs> and uh. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. And Bill Maher, I, I have my opinions about Bill Maher. I know people think that he's just, he's so liberal and quote unquote woke or something like that. But no, I think Bill Maher is an entitled white man who mm -hmm. just waves his t entitlement and privilege around all the time and hates fat people, by the way. And he makes that very clear. Oh. He talks about it damn near every episode. So absolutely abhors fat people. Uh, but Sharon Osbourne is absolutely a racist. If what anybody is was not, if anyone was unsure, just watch the episode of Bill Maher. And if you still aren't convinced, then you're probably a racist too. <laughs> or you're just it. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I should watch it because I didn't know. I knew that she, I'd heard she'd done an interview and she also, it, uh, as a part of the deal, I think she got a lot of money, right? I bet she did. With leaving the show, you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. I'm pretty sure she was like, well, you guys are going to have to pay me out my through the end of my contract. Yeah, I bet. Um, and she probably knows some secrets and some shit that folks don't want to get out. So, mm -hmm. 
she was like, y'all want me to sign this confidentiality clause? Huh? Well, y'all going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Which is the mm-hmm. way you're supposed to do it. So I ain't mad at that. But she's a racist. And that's just what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it yeah. is. She is. But on a much brighter note yeah i sent you that story that i thought was so adorable it was adorable 79 year old man who went to beauty school to learn how to do hair and makeup for his wife because she was losing her vision oh i know that's all you can say to that right so cute very cute very adorable would you do that for me um you have already Losing your vision, no. Like I mean, your vision's been like this since I've known you. And I've been what struggling. What exactly do you need me to do? I've if, cut your hair before. But what if? What if? What if? What? Oh, this is probably in college. I'm pretty sure. What if I? Um, what if I lost something else and I need you to help me? Would you? Would you help um, me? I am not what your needed- significant other. <laughs> I have a whole ass other man that I got to that's, worry about. Doing that's, not the the that's not the question. That's not the question. Child, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, the answer is no. So, they are you clear on that? The answer is no. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Have we've only we've only been together twenty years, so <laughs> we'll wait another thirty years. Like these, this couple was together fifty years. They were together fifty years, which I was like. Wait a minute, how old was she? I thought she was like, I was like, he's seventy nine. Okay, so I was like, maybe she's just a couple years younger than him. Yeah, yeah. Like high school sweetheart type of well, maybe not high school because he was seventy nine. Oh yeah, yeah, no, my math is all jacked up there. Yeah, um, he was like twenty nine when they didn't right. they were together. So it's like were they, when they got together? It's okay. like well, were you married that whole so they they had a good run ish. You know, at least it sounds like they dated other people before the brown widow. I don't know how old she was. It's like she was twenty nine, she was twenty one. You know, fresh out of college. Yeah, that can happen too. But he said apparently she had burned herself a few times. With the curling um, wand, trying to do her hair and her appearance has always been such um, a priority for her that mm-hmm. even though she started losing her vision, she was like, I still got to got it. So <laughs> he was like, let me go ahead and just do this. Behind. I'm just like, I'm picturing her sitting like, you know, on the toilet or on a chair and him like just putting her makeup on. And I'm like, I know, I know. So that is cute. It's just like they're both. It's like you're old and you're, you know, you love each other. That is adorable. And he's like, he, it was the mascara. He learned how to put on like mascara for her. And it's just like that, that is, and it's just like, you old, you 79. You taking time out of your day to come and to learn this new skill, something that you probably know nothing about that, um, that was really sweet. Right. Like mascara. He probably never really understood what mascara was. Yes, and, and, and I, I, the part of the story that was also really cute was how they said that he showed everyone pictures of her and talked about how smart she was and how she could type like over a hundred words a minute or something. And I was like, now that is adorable. When she was um, <laughs> like, I guess uh, some sort of administrative assistant, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, possibly. And I'm like, see, they, this, that's definitely a different time where people, it's just like this sound, who knows what their relationship was like, but it's just like, it's just cute. It's like she types a certain amount of words a minute, and you're just like, "Listen, I love her. Look how smart she is. Look at what mm-hmm. she did." But he's proud, and that is yeah, just, he's proud. You know what it is? I think that's why we're so like all about the story because he loves the hell out of her. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's just the extent to which he's going to to make her happy 
and to please her. And it's just like, that's real love. That, that is real, yeah. Love right there. Mm-hmm. That's Aww. sweet. That's sweet. See, is it, that's, you're going to do that for, for Al? I don't know what you're going to do for him. But. Right. It's like, what is it that I'm doing? Cut his hair? I guess, but I probably am losing my vision too, so good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would like, you like <laughs> I know, I know. It's just like you're both like he's rubbing your rubbing the head and you're just like, it looks good, baby. He's like, you can't see. I guess it's just by touch. By touch. He got cuts all over his face. I know. He's like, he's like, it's I all right. <laughs> Why is his face all cut up? Well, I mean, you know, my sight ain't been the best either these days. <laughs> but he's, he's so like, proud. Look, my, baby, look good. I know. My baby cut my hair. Ooh, she loved it. And it's like, no, you need to have her stop cutting your hair. Like, look, look, <laughs> like you're bleeding. You go to the barber? <laughs> That's what makes you. See, it's so different from men and women because it's like, you can't go to the hair salon every day, you know? Mm-hmm. You go to the hair salon to, to get, like, you know, a main treatment, but then you keep it up mm-hmm. between appointments. So it's very different from, like, where men can just go to the barber and they're straight. <laughs> they're good that's to go. true. That's true. Wash yeah. your hair between your next cut, and that's pretty yeah. much all to do is moisturize. Yeah, and it's just a, it's, it's such a quick, um, a quick process, a quick process. Which, which is also what I love. Most women, <laughs> the hair salon, it's at least going to be an hour. I mean, there are lots of men with like locks or braids. And, but typically, your haircut, out of there in an hour. I love it. Because now I fall asleep <laughs> in the chair. I always take, end up taking a nap. <laughs> I don't. I wanna... Me and the barber be chatting it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course got, you will. We got back to back appointments, um, don't we, honey? Guess what? We do. You gonna hit us chit chatting? Chatting it up. Yes, we do. Uh, before we go, I do want to just say one thing. There was an article right. in, in Buzzfeed. You know, Buzzfeed with their lists. And uh-huh. at first, I, I cringed because I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be bad." Called fifteen things that were made for poor people that rich people ruined. And immediately when you see made for poor people, you're like, okay. And then uh-huh. I'm assuming that not a poor person wrote this because they work at BuzzFeed, so I'm about to be pissed. But uh-huh. it was actually interesting. But then the last thing on the list was living in Brooklyn. Oh. Like, okay. Um, that was made for poor people? Yeah, it was not. Uh, really? Like, I get what they're trying to say, right? That, like, Brooklyn has gotten overpriced and really expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. Um, but hmm, Brooklyn wasn't poor. Poor, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just poor. And it was like, yeah, the neighborhoods, the, the rents and things were better. Um, but there were, there's a lot of places in Brooklyn that were nicer than places in Manhattan and it's just like, oh, honey, not living in Brooklyn. Let's go ahead and leave that off the list. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you want to talk about podcasts and secondhand shopping, um, you know, and and traditionally, quote, unquote, poor people food, you do that. But leave Brooklyn off your list of things that were made for poor people, please. On that note, I'm going to leave it. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let right. you go ahead and uh, take us out, honey. All righty. Okay. <clears throat> well, if you love this episode of Black Hipster, make sure to subscribe, rate, and follow us. 
We can find wherever you listen to your podcast. That's iTunes, that's Spotify, that's Podbean. You can email us, email us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at blackhipsterpodcast. Aww. Darling, where can they find you? At the Shalwa Evans. All right. And you can find me at Standrick Wiggins. All right. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, well, I gotta go and get ready for my fade. <laughs> All righty, honey. I will see you in a little while. Bye. Bye. Bye.